Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. I, I understand uh, the CFO of Florida is on. Jimmy Petronas, is he on? Yeah, hey, Mr. John. Good, good. Uh, now, I, I saw your tweet last night, uh, uh, Jimmy, uh, and uh, all the electric cars in Florida are in deep trouble. What, what, what's going on? So the problem that we discovered, we learned something from every single hurricane. This is about my fifth one that I've had in official capacity. This one was the largest storm surge event that we've experienced, that I've, that I've experienced. So I was down in Naples. I'm touring around with North, North Collier Fire District, and there's cars all over the sides of the road that are disabled. Okay. Well, and I noticed some Teslas and, and the fire chief's pointing out to me, he says, Jimmy says, the problem you have with the Teslas is they're catching on fire. Salt water gets in them. They create a short. And next thing you know, when they catch on fire, you can't put them out. When uh, you got lithium that catches fire, the only way you can stop it is you got to throw it in a retention pond or you just keep a water hose on it or a fire hydrant on it for hours and hours and hours. So as we are trying to uh, encourage a homeowner to get his Tesla out of his house because of the flood damage. Um, we get a call at that exact same moment. We drive the Tammy Amy trail right in downtown Naples. It's six lanes of, of highway divided highway there. We were the first ones there. Those videos that you saw on my Twitter feed at Jimmy Petronas, you can see the videos and the Tesla was on fire. Um, the firemen worked on it for about an hour. Uh, they got it under control. And then I talked to them again later that night. It started ignited all over again. And they told me that was the fourth Tesla that has caught on fire since Hurricane Ian made uh, landfall. Wow. That's just one fire department. Jerry, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Let me also tell you that Dr. Miklos has said that when they catch on fire, the pollutants and the contaminants that come out of that is very, very dangerous, and you can't put it out with water, and it spreads into the atmosphere. What do you know about that? And they've seen them reignite. Yeah, that's exactly. So, so this in this particular case, it reignited. Um, so, you know, we reached out. We just sent a letter to... Uh, uh, I don't know which government bureaucrat in Washington, D.C. We sent a letter to saying, hey, we, we, we've got to have some some guidance on this. Uh, we've reached out to Tesla. We haven't heard anything back from them. But again, I don't think this isn't this isn't something Tesla intended to see happen. Uh, this isn't you know, there, we saw Rivians on the side of the road. So this isn't unique to to just one manufacturer. But lithium batteries, once they short out and they create a chain reaction of heat. They you 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 have to submerge them. You have to do something to to cut off any supply of air to them, or they will just like you said reignite. Well, well, Jimmy, this is Rudy Washington. One of the other trailing issues that we as a country really haven't come to grips with: the first cars are reaching seventy and eighty thousand miles. The replacement cost for the battery is twenty three thousand dollars. The weight of the car is concentrated in the battery. So this car is two, three times heavier than your typical, let's say, Escalade. Um, not to mention that the battery requires a lot of rare materials and materials to make these batteries that are not in the United States, they're in China and, and in Afghanistan. And we forfeited Afghanistan. And, and now, you know, we're trying to move the country in a direction where we don't even control the materials to build this automobile. And that's what's disturbing me. Sure. Well, the, 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 the fear that I've got right now. So one, I, I feel like I'm 
put my, my first responders in harm's way dealing with a fire they can't stop. But here's here's the real concern is you've got homes in the case of Southwest Florida, unique area that had had overwhelming historic flood events. But those cars are now are inoperable. They're in somebody's garage and the homeowner is not going to even know it as he thinks the car is just is going to be there till somebody comes and tows it away. It's going to ignite and it's going to burn the house down. So you, you can't. You, so you've got to get the cars out of the house. You got to get it in your driveway, and uh, you know. And there, there's not a. a the, the one thing about I'll say about all the manufacturers, they know where all their cars are right now because they're all networked vehicles. You know, if, if I'm those manufacturers, I'm reaching out to those owners. I'm being proactive. I'm collecting those cars from them. Uh, and you know what? And write them a check for the deductible. You know, mm-hmm. just write it up as as yeah, this is yeah. a natural disaster that created an unintended consequence. And now we're going to work on a solution. But you know what? This is this is something that uh, you shouldn't be suffering by because of a design challenge that you, we didn't you know, know would be a you problem. Know, Jimmy, you really need a public service bulletin uh, where you make every network carry that because, you know, someone who's been fortunate enough to still have their house standing to look and see it burn down two weeks later. Mm. You know, that, oh, that's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, and by the way, Jimmy, uh, Rudy Washington was the deputy mayor under uh, Mayor Giuliani, uh, and you were deputy mayor for, what, eight years? Yeah. I mean, so that, this is terrifying what you're telling us, Jimmy. Really. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, when you watch the video, you'll see you'll see the guys working on it. But then what got me afterwards is when I, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm hugging these guys and we're visiting with them. I'm the state fire marshal, man. I get to, you know, I, you don't want me coming to put out the fire at your house, but I love to be the cheerleader for these guys. And he, and he said, Jimmy, this is the fourth one. And this is just one fire department. We've got thousands of the state of Florida. This one fire department said, this is the fourth one we've responded to this week alone. So again, uh, mother nature threw us a curve with a surge event, but salt water and EVs do not mix. Wow. Wow. Uh, give us a report. What else besides what else is going on in Florida? How bad is Naples? How bad is Fort Myers uh, and uh, Santa? Uh, and where's Sanibel Island? Yes, sir. Sanibel and Captiva Island. So uh, the, the recovery, it's, it's been it's really been amazing how uh, how people have put pulled together. Uh, one of the most uh, impressive uh, efforts has been the restoration of electricity. Um, you know, unfortunately, Mother Nature likes to, to wreak havoc from time to time on our electrical grid in Florida. But we have learned if you build a more resilient grid, uh, those power outages are, are shorter duration. So, um, you know, whether it be FP&L or Duke or some of the others in the state for uh, Tico, uh, they have been getting more aggressive with undergrounding. They get more aggressive with concrete poles as opposed to wooden poles. And, and if you build a, a tougher grid, there's less to repair after the storm. So that's what we've seen here. We also had an unprecedented 42,000 linemen pre-staged before the, the storm made landfall. So we attacked it with more manpower and woman power than we ever have in the history of any natural disaster in the state of Florida. At the end of the day, tell us, uh, what do you think the estimates are on the damage and the damage to the insurance companies? You know, it, it's going to, I would I would say it's, it's going to be hard to make this less than less than $20 billion. It's going to be north of $20 billion. I, I have told uh, a number of folks this will probably be 
the most expensive storm in the history of the state of Florida. But, you know, you get to a lot of areas, like you get to central Florida, there was, it was a 500-year flood event in the central Florida that took place. People in central Florida don't buy flood insurance. Mm-hmm. So, so this is this is going to be a real problem of underinsured losses in Central Florida. So, um, you know, the the markets won't take a hit there. But we've got a number of solutions in the pipeline. We've got a number of solutions already in place because Florida, we know that we've got a unique relationship with Mother Nature, and we've got to have an insurance uh, set of regulatory environment that helps us more resilient from from these type of tragic events. So our market is strong. It has had some challenges. We will recover, but we've got more work to do. Well, Jimmy Petronas, uh, CFO of Florida, thank you for uh, calling in and thank you for informing. You know, we consider, uh, New Yorkers consider Florida almost their sixth borough. So thank you for calling in and, and, and filling us in. Thank you so much. Sure, sure, Mr. John. Y'all have a wonderful weekend and thank you for, for looking out for us. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.